Hey, welcome back. Money Matters, episode 3030. Yes. yes. With Matt and Rich. Yes. This uh, episode, I just want to start by saying thanks for everybody for watching, for following along. Give us a like, show us some love, mm -hmm. give us some comments, let us know what you think. Um, we're going to be breaking it up. We're going to be doing every other week now. I know we were doing weekly. We were, uh, quite honestly, kind of like day of going, what do you want to talk about today? We've covered a lot of good stuff. There's right. not a lot of new stuff. I mean, I could talk about stuff, <laughs> but like, that's just stuff. Like, right. We make it more, uh, content, a, a little bit more strong yep. for, uh, you know, the audience. Yeah. Um, so we're going to break it up every other week. Uh, now this will be this week, skip next week, go to the next week and, mm -hmm. uh, so forth, so on and so forth. I think that's going to, uh, you know, like I said, bring a lot more quality and content yeah. uh yeah. rich right. episodes right i agree and you know a lot can happen in two weeks mm -hmm. and yeah a lot can happen in a week but you know there, there could be more things that happen in a two-week period yep. where new programs come out just more info comes out about things like i think it'll it's going to be really really good for 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 just the people and the content yeah. in general so and a couple more uh, housekeeping items uh, I don't know if you watch uh, or listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, I know we've mentioned it before. It's uh, one rental at a time for you know investors, multifamily investors. Mm -hmm. That one's phenomenal. Uh, has a local. Uh, we've had him on the uh, on the show before. The lumberjack landlord. Mm -hmm. He's a part of that. A uh, lot of great content. There's another one called Stacking Benjamins. Oh, that's what that's from. Stacking Benjamins podcast. It's a fun podcast, uh, really about money, um, investments, and they actually just started a brand new one uh, yesterday called Stacking Deeds, which is more real estate nice. focused and related. So, uh, if you are driving in your car and you know aren't listening to us, yeah, aren't listening <laughs> to us, yeah, jump on one of those podcasts. A lot of great stuff. And as a heads up, um, there's a lot of real estate investment meetups. Last night was REI Unleashed in Manchester at Murphy's. Tonight's the New Hampshire Real Estate Investors Association at Great North Ale Works. Anybody wants to come, message me, call me. I'll I'll pay for you to get in there. It's twenty bucks, uh, you know, but it's on me, my treat, and uh, first drink on me as well. <laughs> uh, so let me know. That's tonight, six thirty, Great North Ale Works in Manchester, up on Eastern Ave, and then XO on Elm Candor uh, Simplified. Uh, real estate meetup. I'm actually going to be presenting uh, at that meeting at the end of the month, nice. Thursday at six o'clock. Thursday at six o'clock at XO on Elm in Manchester. Nice. Uh, just sort of like about the journey, about my journey. And there's another presenter from Triangle Credit Union um, talking about their programs. Nice. They've, they've got 100% LTV HELOC on uh, primaries. Oh, God. If so. you use it right, it could be interesting. I was say, yes. <laughs> but it also could be deadly. Yeah, it could be deadly. It could be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, anything else, Matt, that you've got? Just uh, want to look No, no. I mean, I think it's just important to note that yesterday Powell said that rates are going to be rising, but we had a whole literal meeting today where like 20 minutes of it was about how mortgage rates just they can rise, obviously, mm -hmm. but it that would be disastrous, we feel, because people are not that people are just getting used to it, that that's why it'd be dis disastrous. But, you know, housing prices we are seeing are leveling and it's yeah. doing what it needs to for the housing market. 
if you keep raising it and you, now you're starting to crash a housing market potentially, yeah. right? You go to eight, nine percent to try to rate to hedge this inflation. Yeah. You crash a housing market, which is the U.S. economy's number one revenue generator. Let's not forget about Top that for GDP, yeah. right? Like, let's not forget that that drives or is the leading driving factor of the U.S. economy. Right? You got to be very careful with how you treat housing and. We personally think that, you know, we may, you know, seven, one week, six, seven, five, the next, and seven. Like, we probably would do this limbo, uh, but we don't think or it would not be intelligent to, you know, drive them up to eight, nine percent. We would see a lot probably happen on that. That yeah. probably would not be good. Um, but just a note, like, you know, Powell is going to raise the other rates. Don't freak out. Mortgage rates are more likely than not going to stay because they're smart people. And as much as they, you know, piss us off sometimes, yeah. they're they're smart people. They they know why they're doing it. and They know what generally know what to do. So. And, if you, and if you look at if you're on uh, my Facebook page right now and you're uh, watching this, Go down one post below, and you'll see the uh, number of New Hampshire homes that were for sale in the I month of February. Right, right, right from ni- t- 2019 to 2023, we're like ha- half of what 2019 was, and 2019 was a seller's market. Right, we have 673 uh, on the market in the month of February. Right, c- compared to ni- you know almost 1,200. Right, we don't have any. We don't have any homes for sale, right? But the demand is still high. Mm-hmm. It's a demand issue, mm-hmm. you know. And, and we all, was, now we don't have. We have even less supply, right? This was this was another thing we talked about. Was we think that that is the case because people don't want to leave their three percent to go to a seven? No, but I, but we <laughs> think that people are waiting for rates to drop, but they're going to find out that they're not going to. And then if you want to move, at some point you're just going to say, okay, we're moving. Right. And, you know, short term, like, yes, it stinks. But if you have to move, or you want to move like if you're waiting for rates to hit three again, like you're going to be waiting forever. Yeah, so it's you, never, it so, may never ha- happen in our lifetime. Right. So sellers are going to reach a point where the sellers that want to move, yep, that genuinely want to move, they're going to gonna say, to. OK, we're, we're moving. Yep. We're just we're just going to do it because we want to move. We want a new house like yep. the rate. Is what it is. We need we to downsize. We need to upsize. Right. You know, divorce, mm-hmm. death, all these things mm-hmm. that you know, divorce, death, and kids, dependence, the three Ds is literally are what, what cause people to move. Right. So, the last few years, nobody, everybody moved just because it was it made it sense was financially, cheap, like yeah. relatively interesting wise and cheap. It was like move. it made the most sense just to move. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, check it out. Uh, that that stat was pretty cool. Um, I thought it was really telling from yeah. where we're at. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, if you find a good deal, buy it. Get on the property ladder. The first home is just a stepping stone to the next home, mm-hmm. which is very likely a stepping stone to the to last the next home, right. home and, right. and next home. Right. This that's you can look at statistics. That's typically how it happens. Five years, you're into your next one. So, uh, do you do an arm for five years? I don't know. Do you do thirty yeah. year fixed? For five years or seven years or four years, I don't know, but right. there's options. So give me, give Matt a, yeah. a call or reach out to us. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because actually, plan. ten-year arms are cheaper now, which is crazy. That like Love it. never happens. Love but it. But ten-year arms are cheaper because flexibility, right? And optionality with a ten-year, right? We have ten years to refi out of yeah. it. Like ten years to figure it out. Right, right. And, <laughs> and, the, yeah. and you know why? You know why it's cheaper is because the U.S. government understands that in ten years. There is a high probability everything's going to be okay, right? Yes. In three to five years, is there a high probability? Potentially, 
but it's a riskier investment for them right at this moment. Ten years is always the best number to look for, right. you know, from a, a change in a marketplace. Every mm-hmm. ten years, look at 2010 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Ten-year period. We went from absolute dog piles <laughs> in ten, 2010 right. to absolute insanity mm-hmm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. Ten years. Right. That's you know? like that's how long it is. Like I think people get very freaked out by the arm, but it's it's not as deadly dangerous yeah. as Two, as it was. Two thousand to two thousand ten. Two thousand and the dot com issues crashed. Mm-hmm. So you know, not not horrible but bad. Mm-hmm. Then it ran up in the middle and then twenty ten came back down. Yeah. So, you know, you can't ever time these things, right. but Right, exactly. You could get into another 10 for another 10. Right, so. and that doesn't mean you have to wait 10 years to refi. Nope. Five years, it's making sense for you. Let's do it. In yep. Three years, two years, 2024. Like, we'll just do it. You don't mm-hmm. have to wait for it, but if you can borrow money cheaper right now on a 10-year arm, like, let's do that. Yeah. Like, just buy. You know, some people are afraid of it, which is totally fine. We just, yep. I'll, you help either way. You help any way that you can for people. Um, let's talk about yeah. New Hampshire housing. Yeah. Five per, so 0% potentially. For single families, five mm-hmm. percent for multi two to four units. Yep. <laughs> you said this thing to me the other day, and I just my jaw dropped, and I said, "I want more. I want I to want know more. more. I want everyone to know this." <laughs> right. Five percent down for owner occupant. Everyone says FHA three and a half percent. Yes. But as we talked about, self sufficiency is eating up at three to four units for FHA for uh, multi families. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's killing any really person's ability unless you quite, quite frankly, the only one I've gotten through is because it was an agent friend of mine who knew other agents that could supply comps. Thanks, Rich. You got it. <laughs> um, I so just like, gave you my lease. So literally we knew people that had that had properties in the area to bring the market rent up. That is quite literally the only reason we got it yep. by. Yep. If you don't know those people and you don't have those connections. It, it's almost yeah. impossible. And that right was now. fantastic that the appraiser allowed that. Correct. Right. That was fantastic because it wasn't something that was public knowledge right. until you get it from the source. Right. I have I own one right in that same area. Right. I was like, no way, this is what you can get. Right. And I think that and and to give appraisers credit for once, they <laughs> you know, the ones that I have had with self sufficient yeah, self sufficiency have been very open to uh, and have been very honest in saying if you can supply me with different numbers like we will 100% take those into consideration it's just we don't have a lot to look at which is total which i can appreciate because they're just blatantly saying like we don't have a lot of data yep. to the to look public at public information doesn't show it it right? just doesn't show it so if you can show it to me i'm all for yep. it now it's just the lease agreement part but that's different episode like three <laughs> episodes back um but yeah so new hampshire housing um home preferred program it is a you can choose down payment assistance you can also choose not to have it so that's important to note too right but you can go five percent down on a two to four unit you do have to owner occupy the property i'll owner i wish i was yeah <laughs> i wish i was in a 22 again, <laughs> 25 again, 28 again. And for those wondering, yes, conventional, typical conventional loans through Freddie Mac, Home Possible, you can technically do this, but the income limit is ridiculous. You got to you gotta be a high earner. You, you, no, you, a low earner. You got to, like, you, we can't qualify because debt to income wise. You physically, the income limit is at a spot and where housing prices are and interest rates. You have to be right below and get a deal. That's really the only way that you qualify for it because these payments are so high that you need rental income to qualify, which is fine, but then it pushes you over income limits. Gotcha. Right? So we were running into this bubble big time. 
This uh, income limit um, for most of the state is 151. So literally, you can make $12,500 a month, give or take, and literally put 5% down on an owner-occupied multifamily. <laughs> so you could be a high earner. You could, you could be a high earner. That's a high earner. Yeah. Like, you could be a high earner and, and utilize this. Um, for down payment assistance, you get the lower of 2% or $10,000, okay? 2% of the purchase, purchase price. price. So if you buy a $400,000 house, right, you get eight grand. That still means you're putting 3% down. So let's just note that, right? You are technically putting 3% down yeah. on this if you take the down payment assistance. Um, it's like, it's unbelievable. Mass housing has something very similar. Um, and that is honestly how a lot of people have been buying multifamilies in mass that aren't seasoned investors. So New Hampshire housing, uh, we, we have it now. Uh, two, again, two to four unit. Um, MI is lower, too. That's, I think that's a really important thing to note. The MI factor is mortgage, l- insurance. mortgage insurance. Excuse me. Yes, mortgage insurance factor is almost half of a typical, convention, typical conventional loan. Um, so not to bore people with it, let's say you have a $400,000 loan. Before your mortgage insurance would probably be like one hundred and ten to one hundred and twenty dollars a month. Now we're talking about fifty-five to sixty dollars a month. Great. Again, give or take on those numbers, yeah. but quick math in my head, right? So now we're talking sixty bucks cheaper on mortgage insurance. You get down payment assistance. Like it's a it's a really really good program. I feel. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, I mean, I don't know. You seem like you love it, so I'm I all do. in on it. <laughs> I, I, it. As little down as possible is great. Yeah. FHA three and a half was was. Still is mm-hmm. the like the ultimate three and a half percent down multifamily. Mm-hmm. However, with the current economy and things are going on, three mm-hmm. to four units that becomes difficult. So it pushes you into a two unit, which is still great. Right. And a two unit, honestly, I would still say probably to go FHA. I think that's still probably the best route to go. I would. Right. I would. I wouldn't so recommend. Let's just note that, right? Yep. Like two unit, it's probably going to be right. You still have to own or occupy it as yep. FHA. It's important to note, but that is probably the better route to go yep. in terms of less down. Um, on that is perfect, and the and the self sufficiency and those rules are, are all, all hell of a lot different. Yep, yep. So three, if you're talking three to four in units, FHA likely, as we've kind of discovered, is going to be difficult. So can you go five percent? Now you can. Now you can. Um, There's another option to make yeah. this actually happen. Right. For not that much more. Right. Another one and a half percent. Right. So if you're talking four hundred grand, well, let's let's just say five hundred grand. Another. 70, seven, seven, yeah. seven grand, seven grand, seven thousand five hundred dollars. So it, it it's a big number when you're right. talking three and a half to five. It's seven thousand five hundred bucks. But if you've got it, right, and you're getting down payment assistance, right, potentially, right. Give me a break. Yeah, exactly. Let's exactly. use the programs that they're trying to give you, right, to make your life easier, uh, easier, right. and and to get on the to to steal a phrase, the property ladder. Mm-hmm. You know, to start building wealth. Mm-hmm. Through multifamily, through you know, Just three to four units, in general, real right? estate, exactly. Yeah, you know, and get in the market, not timing the market, yep. but get in the market and spend some time in the market, right? Because right. that's what's going to really pay off. None of this stuff is quick. No money, quick. God, no. And I, I know a lot of people are probably thinking, "What's the?" Because then the next question is, "Well, what's the credit score requirement?" And they're like, "Well, it's probably you got to have really good credit." That's not true. You got to have six twenty credit. So like, you, you know, can do it. We, you can do it yeah. right now. If you have 620 credit and you're trying to utilize down payment assistance and you don't have a lot of reserves, that is going to be tougher, obviously, right? The higher credit score you have, the more ideal it always is. Yeah. Um, 
but it's still very possible. Um, so yeah, I mean, 620 credit is technically the minimum. I would personally say just looking through everything, like 660 is probably realistically the lowest you'll want to go, yeah. which still you can literally have, I've seen people with derogatory remarks on the credit report that have over a 660. So like it, you're not completely toast at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get things gifted still. It follows yep. typical conventional guidelines with, you know, gifting. Um, and for those that don't know, you can pretty much be gifted almost all of the Mom, Dad, right? I, need, I need 10, 20 grand. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, you know, same process, gift letter. Let me see the funds leaving that person's account. Let me see the funds entering your account. Like very simple things. Cousin, to like, uncle? Um, Cousin, I think, is a stretch, but we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure out a way to make, a way a, to make it happen. There's always a way. Right? There's always a way. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a really, really good program. And then in terms of, I mean, the I guess not the exciting stuff, but, you know, what if you have a private well, you do have to get the water tested. You'd probably want to do that anyway. Yeah. Not the end of the world. If you have private septic, you, you should. Slash, they're most likely going to have you get that inspected. Which again, you probably should anyway to know what you're dealing with. Um, on a twenty thousand dollar expense, you probably want to know what's yeah. happening with that. Um, so, like all of these things are are mandatory. But again, really at the end of the day, it's protecting you. Yes, it's protecting them as well. But you don't. Maybe you don't want to buy a house that you need to upfront twenty grand for yeah. a septic if the seller's not going to pay for it. So, yep, it's really not the end of the world. Um, and then there was one other thing on it. Oh, the catch. Quote, unquote. What hmm. is the catch? Um, the catch is the down payment, just like any other down payment assistance, is a second lien on your property. Yeah. All right. It is. So it goes behind that first lien uh, position loan that you're getting for five percent, you no, know, 95%. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to go behind it. Mm-hmm. So tell right. us. Right. So it's $400,000 purchase price. Your first lien is going to be three eighty. dollars your second lien, remember lower of two percent or ten grand, will be eight thousand dollars. So really, you're owing three eighty eight on the house, putting three percent down. That's why we say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's forgivable after four years. Okay, if if you sell or refi, whatever balance is in that point, you quote unquote owe back. Okay, so if you have eight grand left and you refinance, right, that is taken off of the payoff essentially. Right, so yeah, you got to make that out. Right, right. So you got to make sure you have that equity, which you more likely than not will at that time. But mm-hmm. again, that's just something important to note. You don't want to promise people that they can refi and then they can't. So right. just just be wary of that. But after four years, if you don't refi, you don't sell. It's forgivable. It it it's a grant at that point. Um, they place it as the second lien just to essentially scare you yeah. into not missing the mortgage payment because then they can start using that against you. Um, and I think you mentioned that's at 0% yes, interest. Yeah, yeah, good call. 0%. 0% interest. So, so you, it's literally free money. Right. So you can, and um, I just saw it there too, there's no periodic payments. So there's no minimum monthly payment you technically have to make on it. So, so if you want to pay it down, by all means do it. Or you but can you pay nothing. Or you can pay nothing after four years it's forgiven. Right, so you have these you have these options for yourself. I'm paying nothing. Right, right. So, <laughs> so like you you have these options for yourself to be able to to possibly either if you think you're going to refi, you don't want to owe it back, pay it off. Don't pay it off. It counts towards your pay. Like, there's so many different ways that you can go about it, uh, but that is the quote unquote catch, and that's not any different than any down payment assistance program. I do want to note that too. That may sound scary to people, but it's literally how down payment assistance works. Yeah. The down payment that they're assisting you goes as a second lien. A lot of them, if you have like a 90-day late, they call it. 
Mm-hmm. Just don't miss your mortgage payment. Like, yeah. just don't miss the mortgage payment. And if, like, and, and if you're <laughs> exactly, and if this is two to four units, you should and may probably on your own debt obligation owe nothing or right. very minimal right. on the two on the three to four units, right? Because those other units are probably getting you very close, very close to it. To especially uh, on a four unit, the more yeah, four unit, yeah, yeah, you're probably living for free. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at least. The, person we we're just talking about i'm pretty sure he's almost living for free on a three unit like yep. his deals it, are out there like, it, it's possible it's, exactly it's, so it's, you, sh- you shouldn't be missing a mortgage payment um obviously things come up where that could happen but right. um you know there's a very high likelihood that you'll be fine right uh and being forgiven after four years okay great no no payments you know the way that you're going to get equity to be able to secure yourself is through making payments through Right. Step number one: If your tenants are helping you make the mortgage payment, your equity's you know the, the pay the your equity's right. growing. Whether right. the home value grows or not, your equity position is still growing. Right now, taking into the fact that we're probably in a four to five percent appreciation market, mm-hmm. you know, going forward, mm-hmm. uh, while a interest rates market. yeah we're in a normal market <laughs> while interest rates are where they are. Uh, so you're going to get four to five percent appreciation just based upon the market. Right. Number two, number three, do some upgrades to the units. Yeah. Live in the crappiest unit there is. Right. For the first couple months, you fix it up. You get it renovated. You make it s- sick. <laughs> then make it how you want. <laughs> go to the ne- go live in the next unit. Remember, this is your property. You can live in all the units. You can live in any unit. Mm-hmm. Go to the next unit. Mm-hmm. Fix it up while you live in it. Three, four, five, six months, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Now get market rent for that. Jump into that third unit. At this point, you're probably living for free. Right. Renovate that third unit. Right. Guess what? All those things that you've done have also added sweat equity and appreciated that property even more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you get three ways to increase your equity position on a property. Right. Tenants help you pay the mortgage down. Market naturally appreciates, and you put in some sweat equity and some money to make that thing sick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you've lived in the property, you know, probably a year, two years, whatever it is. Right. Right. Three years, four years. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, I mean, this is definitely going to help with obviously self sufficiency issues because there's no self sufficiency test. In no self sufficiency test. Right. So as long <laughs> as you meet the debt to income ratio requirement, um, we did get warned that they'll probably call for reserves. But again, if you're saving two percent on a down payment, there's probably already two and a half months of reserves. So maybe you need another month and a half. Like. You've got an and, IRA, a 401k, yeah, you've like got you, these things. I This is probably maybe a controversial take on my end. If you're buying a multifamily house, you should probably have something somewhere. So if the tenant doesn't pay you, you can pay the mortgage, yep. right? And that's just personally like how I feel about it because that's why they require for the reserves because if there's an occupancy rate or if there's a vacancy, excuse me, if there's a vacancy rate that happens, that's why we take 75% of the rental income because we're accounting for that, yep. right? You go six months without a tenant and one of the units that's highly unlikely if it does happen you got to make sure you have the money to pay for it right you don't want to set yourself up for failure solely relying on somebody else to cover yeah. what you can barely cover with them doing it right. and then they leave and you're like oh if like, it's vacant for do? six months there's a there's, there's a, big a problem. problem i 100 percent either you're not agree. in there doing the work to get it turned over someone else isn't doing the work or to get the it turned economy over. has Taken some serious downturns. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad. <laughs> and, uh, right. And right. Everyone's going to be struggling. Right. And, and the government will likely come out with a program for it. For it. Honestly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But because it, we just saw them do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just I never ever want to set people up for failure. Yeah. So it's just important to know that they're probably going to call for anywhere between three and six months reserves. The higher your credit, better your file looks. They're going to call for less. Lower your credit, you know, more risky your file looks. They're going to call for more, right? So, and that's oh, yeah. just any Makes other. Sense. That's just any other, you know, pro- program in general. Um, for those who don't know, FHA three to four units call for reserves. So, like that's it's not anything unusual there. Um, and, and it can, like Rich said, retirement account. Are you investing in retirement? Yes. Okay, show me. Yep. Like just just show. You yep. don't have to take the money out. We just have to see that something is there for you. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's an awesome program. I know we'll probably be using it with a, with some of our buyers. I, yeah. Um, so I'm you know I, I wanted to get up to speed on it. So I'm actually glad I did this because you know it forced me to get up to speed quicker on it. Um, so yeah, no, this is th- and, this and is great. It's a thirty year term. Thirty year. Yep. Uh, interest rate. I'm gonna say it doesn't matter. Yeah, because we're going to run the, the analysis. And, on and, the, and to be quite honest with you, the rate is kind of with the market. Yeah, like it, it doesn't. It's not. We're not talking about an eight percent rate. Like we're today, I think it was like high sixes with down payment assistance. Like it's not horrible. Like, no, with the considering the market's almost in the sevens. Like that, it really it's run, it matches the markets. And only, run the deal. Run the mm-hmm, analysis. Mm-hmm. Reach out to me. I'll send you my spreadsheet. We'll go over how to analyze the deal. Mm-hmm. You, if it doesn't work, then maybe you don't buy that deal. That's okay. Yep. But there'll yeah. be another one. Right. Um, and really, when you're talking about owner-occupy anyways, you're just looking to reduce your expenses. You're not looking to make money. The The benefit is you could right. make money. You could make money. Depending on the, on the deal. Right. When I mean, you know, the purchase price of the home and the rents of the home and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But really, the owner-occupy, you just want to reduce your living expenses. Either you're living at home with the parents, mm-hmm. either you're living with a girlfriend at an apartment, or maybe, maybe you're living at... The girlfriend of the wife's house mm-hmm. or that she owns, mm-hmm. well, great. Or or the husband owns, whatever, yep. whatever your situation. Yep. And, okay, well, then guess what? That's fine. She, he or she owns that property. You can go buy right. an owner-occupy this. Right, right, Because exactly. you don't have a mortgage on your name. Right. You right. can Now you can start, in a perfect world, it's girlfriend, boyfriend living in an apartment somewhere, and they decide they want to buy stuff. One buys one. And the one other buys one buys it. the other one. Right. <laughs> then the next year, two or three, the other one buys, we freeze up their FHA loan yeah. or this program is still yeah. around and doing this, goes and buys another one. Right. And then she or he does that. Right. And starts stacking that way. Right. Right. Uh, friggin' unbelievable. <laughs> Want to be a millionaire in 10 years? Literally? <laughs> right. Do that. Right. Right. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it, it, the tough part is is that telling people that you can get rich fast it just takes ten years right you want to be a millionaire you can do it fast that fast is ten years right you can do it if right. you want to invest in the stock market in s and p five hundred and you want to you put in twenty five thousand today mm-hmm. wait eight years and it'll double right that's not putting any more money into it right right so if you put another twenty five thousand in over the eight years, well, you're probably going to be at a hundred thousand. Right. Well, that would be great. Yeah. You did a one lump sum and then added twenty five thousand over the next eight years. You're going to be a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. What? How does that work? It's the way that uh, compounding interest, appreciation, it's the greatest thing ever. Compounding yeah. interest, no matter where it is, whether it's the stock market or you know the the appreciation in real estate is compounding interest. Like, yes, it's it's an amazing tool. So like that's why once you, you know the first million for people is the hardest because then all of a sudden you make you know the stock market has a crazy year twenty five percent thirty percent like we saw during you know nineteen twenty twenty one like. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now your one mil is one three, and you have another crazy year. Now you're at one six five. And yep. It's like, 
just made it took me 20 years to get to a million yep. and two to get 600 like it yep. starts compounding quickly quick, quickly and again quickly. real estate's the same thing like you said you know you own four five six seven you know properties and then all of a sudden you bought them at i don't know 300 grand 400 grand all of a sudden, eight years later, we're talking about maybe 450 to 500 grand properties, yeah. if not more. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, I have so much equity position. Yes, you're not a cash millionaire. On paper, you are. But your assets are, mil- you, you are a millionaire. Yeah. So like, yeah. You've that's- got a million dollars in uh, net worth. Right. Which to some people is like, no, I want that in my pocket. Okay, well, you can sell everything. Right. And you right. Could, Or you could HELOC everything or refinance everything mm-hmm. and get it in your pocket. You you probably don't want to. Right. I would go buy maybe like another bigger property with all that. Right. <laughs> but right. It just depends on what your goals and strategies are. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw all of a sudden you own a forty unit or a fifty unit. It's yeah. like all right now we're yeah. now <laughs> you're doing it. Right. Now you're doing it. Right. Right. That's the uh, end goal. For or you buy the Bedford block, which is currently for sale in Manchester. It's uh, is that that one forty two units. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like that. or fifty two units, ten commercial, thirty or forty. Uh, residential, all, oh, I bet you, you got to have 13 million to get yeah. into it. <laughs> I mean, so I, if anybody I, wants to put together some funds, let's go. Let's, yeah, if anyone wants to start a GoFundMe, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. yeah, I should do that. GoFundMe, I, I want to buy this. Right. I want to buy the entire units. strip of Manchester. Yeah, between, help me. <laughs> between Myrtle and Prospect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Tons of parking. But yeah, no, this is. This will be great. Um, we'll, I'll probably be posting a little bit about it throughout um, throughout the rest of this week just to kind of get people aware of it. Um, and, again, it's not the program for everybody, which is totally fine, but it's just another option for you yeah. to make your life easier it's, to, to get into, into housing because, obviously, housing is very, very expensive right now. So they're trying to think of creative ways to get people into housing, even if, quote, unquote, is a two-family. And if you, your dream is to buy a single family, like – just deal with it. Stepping stones. It's a stepping stone. Stepping stone. stone. Right. Unfortunately, you're not in the financial position now to afford a single family, and that's okay. But that first two family will put you there. In that in that spot to do so. In the like, next two years. Right. That right. two family will reduce your expenses. You can sock away more money. Yep. Uh, that property is going to appreciate. You can sell that property and buy a much better mm-hmm. single family than you can right now. Yep. It's yeah. a stepping stone. Right. It's the first home. Right. First time home buyer for a reason. Right. It is your first home. Yeah. You will have a second and likely a third. Right. And not to divert too much, but like I think people forget that with the, you know, they see all these millions. Say, say Wyndham, honestly, I think is a really good example. Like you, know, you see one, 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 two, one, three, even now for a lot of houses. And people are like, oh, what's that mortgage payment? It's like, well, they probably just sold and had, you know, five, 600 grand in equity in their primary. It's probably not as high as you think, and they probably put another hundred or two hundred down from just money that they yeah. had. Like they're not putting five percent down. They're not. Yeah, you, <laughs> first you can't. Right, yeah. and secondly, like they're not. They're, they don't have a million dollar mortgage on the property. No. Mo- most likely, they probably they probably don't. They probably have six hundred grand, which a lot of money. Yep. Don't get yep. me wrong. Like I'm not saying that six hundred thousand dollars is not a lot of money, right. but they're probably putting like fifty percent down. So they're more, and they don't obviously they don't have mortgage insurance, and. Honestly, a lot of them they'll close in a jumbo loan and then recast. Like we were, yeah. like we talked yeah. about, they'll close in a jumbo loan, get a better rate because jumbo loans typically have better interest rates. And then all of a sudden, they put this massive sum down. They recast the loan with the better rate. Boom, done. Like, what, they, about, like <laughs> what about if those people owned uh, five multifamilies, making them fifty grand a year, and yeah. that that's four grand a month? Yeah. 
Right. So and five all def- right. And, and, and they had some money that they put down and their investments are helping pay for their primary home. Right. Right. So now they own this one point three million dollar house with a mortgage of call it forty five hundred bucks a month, which again is a lot of money. But you own a one point three million dollar house. And you <laughs> and, and you own five properties that pay you four grand a month. Right. Right. Have your assets pay for your liabilities right pay for your home you could hypothetically if you wanted to what would you say five houses that we just did in that example yeah give I just, or take? just exactly no yeah. but that's fine so let's say five houses say you sell four of them and for your down payment and then the other one just pays for your, that yeah. like that's how that's how you could make it work that's that might be how someone's making it quote unquote making it work yeah like it doesn't need to be you don't have to make four or five six hundred grand a year hypothetically to afford a house like that yeah. like you just got to be strategic about it right Right, and obviously some of them or a lot of them probably yep. do, but like you don't have to. And you could have those five properties if you buy them at three and a half or five percent down over mm-hmm. the next five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. You could be in that position and be like, man, now I can go to Wyndham, now I can yeah. go to Bedford, now I can go to Pelham, mm-hmm. now I can go to some of these markets and get Portsmouth. that house. Oh, people, Portsmouth. people don't want to live in Portsmouth, Rye. Like, well, Rye's probably a little of that. Bad now, now you're, Rise, now you're Rise, getting out like, of control. Rise like four million. You're getting out of control. Yeah, like, Just settle like, down. I, I said it and immediately was like, <laughs> nope, no, we're gonna take that back. You know, even New Market, <laughs> New Market's a mini, yep. a mini, mini Portsmouth. Yeah. I, that's a cool community, right? Like, if you want to be in maybe one of those areas, like it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Like, so, exactly. but yeah, no, this, I think this, this, this would be great. If you guys want to hear about, maybe not other programs, maybe programs, but it doesn't have to just be other programs, right? But anything you guys want to hear, let us know. We're happy to talk about anything. Uh, like you said, we're going to every other week so that, you know, we're going to have a lot of substance in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be very, very informative, very, you know, just, well, yeah, informative for buyers possibly even sellers, um, you know, just to take advantage of, show your friends, show your family, get them on board, have them like and subscribe and comment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Show it to everyone you know. Um, and, yeah, just tell us what you want to hear. And yeah, again, we need that feedback because we don't know which way to go sometimes. And we just mm-hmm. kind of jumble, you know, just – we just – BS sometimes, yeah. and but I think that's what the, the every other week will hopefully uh, help with. But yeah. you know, if there is something particular, we want it to be what you want to hear, right? Um, we want it to have content you want to hear. Mm-hmm. If we don't hear something, we're just gonna talk about what we think people want to hear, right? But right. like, comment. You know, if you're on the Facebook, I, that's why I was just kind of watching you know, the, the Facebook. I'm like, all right, we got any comments, right? Uh, you know, let's let's hear about it. Like now, I can see myself walk, watching myself. But um, you know, let us know right there if you're watching live, right? Or even if you just jump in, you know, and, and you have a quick question, right? Shoot it there, we'll get it answered. Yeah, definitely. And that, Rich, is why money matters. Money matters.